Alright, so back for round two of this NFL 2015-2016 season. Last week, Al, uh, you edged the win there. You edged the win. Al got nine right. I got eight. And uh, I got my lock wrong because I knew something was funny about that Indianapolis-Buffalo game and why that line was so large. We talked about it, the spread. We it talked came, about that spread. I know, and it came to fruition. I didn't realize that Andre Johnson and Frank Gore was going to look so old. <laughs> but on top of other things, yes, that was one of the reasons. I mean, I only watched the highlights. I didn't watch the whole thing. But Jesus. I don't know. I, Indianapolis, who is my pick to get to the Super Bowl, might be in um, their fair share of problems this year. Can we go back and change our predictions? <laughs> uh, I think it's still too early. It's still it's too early. Still too early. One, <clears throat> one game is, uh, is overreaction time. But yeah, so Al has the, uh, the early one game lead over me in the picks for this year. So let's just jump right into week two. Week two. Week Using two. what we know now, now that we've seen these teams actually play a real game of football that mattered, I, I, I have a feeling that at least my picks are going to be a little bit more intelligent and they're going to be a little bit more crafted. And out of the 15 games this week, I'm probably going to hit like, I don't know, like 14. You heard him. You heard him. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get uh, it started. Then. All right, Thursday so night. Again, lines are coming from covers.com. Thursday night. Let's go. Thursday night. Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City minus three. Just a straight up home field advantage spread right there. Man, Denver's defense looked good, didn't they? Denver's defense looked really good. That was about all that looked good for Denver. That is true. I, I got to stick with my Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say my Super Bowl pick, but I, I got to stick with my, uh, my strong AFC team pick here and go with the Chefs. Okay. I think their defense does enough to stop Peyton and stop the, uh, the Denver offense from producing too much. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, but I, think, I like Kansas City. Yeah, Denver on a short week. Kansas City's on a short week, too. Mm-hmm. CJ Anderson kind of banged up. Yeah, Kansas City put out a good outing against a pretty good Houston defense last week. They're playing at home. Minus three, though. I don't know. I'll take Denver with the points. Oof. Oof. I will take Denver with, with the, the banged points. Up it's rare Anderson and a banged-up Demarius. It's it's rare that you see Bron- you know the Broncos getting points in any game, so I'll go ahead and jump on that while I. While, <laughs> while it's also rare. On. It's also rare that you see a Peyton led Broncos struggle. I mean, the, the the Baltimore defense is good, so we'll, we'll, let's give them that. But man, I think is <laughs> is nowhere no way other way but up for Denver from last week. So. I mean, they did yeah. win, right? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not expecting Peyton to come in there and be old Peyton, but I, I expect Denver to play a lot better on offense. Next game, Sunday, comfortably, comfortably. Sunday. San Diego Superchargers at Cincinnati. Cincinnati minus three and a half. Let's. I mean, let's let's keep in mind here that they are still Antonio Gatesless, while the Cincinnati Bengals have. Apparently the best tight end in the entire league in Tyler Eifert. Yeah, apparently. I'll tell you what, if that, if that Andy Dalton-Tyler Eifert connection can, uh, can, can hold on for the rest of the year, they, 
they, they might be pretty they might be pretty good you know what <clears throat> I, i'm thinking i'm guessing where you're leaning towards um i was wrong and not taking the Bengals last week i'm not going to be wrong this time we're going to take Bengals. they're gonna they're gonna um cover that spread yeah um i i'm going to agree with cincinnati here i think san diego's run game looks ugh, looks ugly looks ugly melvin gordon doesn't look great Danny Woodhead is their goal line back right now. Danny 5-6 Woodhead is their goal line back. I just can't pick them to win. Not in yep. Cincinnati. And not by and not getting within three and a half either. Yeah, we're okay. going with the Bengals. And I expect Jeremy Hill to outrun Giovanni Bernard this week. I think they're gonna focus a lot on the run. That's what you want to happen. Uh, that's what I think that is going. Like a war. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, th- I have AJ Green in the league wish. too. I would love for them to pass the ball, but I think they're gonna. I think there's gonna be a lot of feeding Jeremy Hill. It's a it's a Eifert show. I'm telling you this year, it's an Eifert show. He's gonna be a big part of the offense. Obviously, you saw that week one. We'll see. And uh, really, who's gonna stop him in San Diego? So yeah, easily cover that three and a half. Going on Tennessee at Cleveland. And they're actually favored in this one. Minus one. Tennessee minus one. Uh, <laughs> I like the Tennessee Titans show to continue at least for another week. I mean, just imagine. It's going to be Marcus Mariota versus Johnny Manziel is going to be this quarterback matchup. And by no means do I think Tennessee is for real. as they, uh, They're not going to put up 35 points in the first half with Mariota throwing four touchdowns again. But uh, they're going to win this game. They're definitely going to win this game. Cleveland's uniforms are too ugly, man. They can't win a game looking like that. Okay, so the uniform is... <laughs> it is a I big think, factor. I think the uniform is going to distract them, and I will take Cleveland at home. That sounds, one. that sounds like a fantasy pick. No, not at all, I think. <laughs> I think Cleveland is way better on defense than what they saw in Tampa. You know what They're I think we... calm that storm a little bit. I think we see more running from Mariota this week. We saw the the passing, all 15 attempts that he had last week, or 16 attempts, whatever it was. We saw the passing on display last week. I think we see the I think we see the running on display this week. All right, you got so Tennessee. Tennessee, you got Cleveland. The next game, the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills division rivalry. Pick them, pick them. <laughs> oh em. man! All right, no. Pick them. Here's another funny spread. Here's another <laughs> funny spread. Look at that. And ironically, it's the Bills again. Ironically, I think the Bills are really, really good on defense. Like they showed that last week, shut down the best team coming into the season. It sounds like you're leaning one way. I am, and it's not like Rex doesn't know Bill. But you know what? I, I am leaning that way. But um, come on, man. Oh man. Okay, so we're gonna differ again here. You're gonna pick the Patriots. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Over 200 yeah. yards of rushing. They are going to run the hell out of the ball. And New England's not going to be able to do anything about it. Tyrod Taylor is going to throw like eight passes. Keep in mind, the Bills rushed like that against the terrible Colts rush defense. So, keep in mind, too much into that. D'Angelo Williams, old-ass D'Angelo Williams, rushed for like 110 against the New England Patriots also. Was against a different team, though. <laughs> Pittsburgh has one of the you know more premier O lines in the league. Oh man, no, they're they're going to be a lot of running. We're going to see a lot of the Sean McCoy running, a lot of Tyrod Taylor running, a lot of Percy Harvin running. 
There's going to be a lot of running in this game, and Buffalo's going to win at home. A question for you on a side note. Why do you think New England was trying out Terrell Pryor? Were they really? Yeah. This week? Yeah, this oh. week. Was he practicing with the team, or was he just doing workouts? Doing workouts, like they're checking him out. They're checking him out because they're playing Tyrod Taylor this week. Oh, I know, but why? why? Why would they do that? I mean, they wouldn't just pick up somebody for one game. Like, There's a reason why they're trying out a mobile quarterback. Are times changing? I don't know. Am I crazy? <laughs> I think you're, I think you're uh, reading a little too much into it. I think they're just trying to maybe see if Terrell Pryor can accurately mimic all the, uh, all the running and mobile quarterbacks that they're going to have to face this year. Good point. Good because point. The Bills, the Jets, once Geno comes back, Tannehill runs. He's not a runner, but he's definitely mobile. So I think it's just insurance. Yeah, but times are changing, and it is a mobile world in the NFL. Okay, so moving on. St. Louis at Washington. (laughs) St. Louis rightfully favored by three and a half points at home. I mean, at Washington, once again. Two things I want to say about this game. One is, there was a time long ago when I used to try to make these picks every week just to see how I'd do. And I would never, ever pick the Redskins game because I never like picking um, on a game my team is playing in because I don't like jinxing things. But right will, now... <laughs> will, you, will you risk a pick for your team to win? Will what? you break the jinx? Okay, so the second, the second thing I want to bring up is I, I remember going to a St. Louis game at FedEx Field and sitting in the club level after you and I had maybe watched like three games in a row in the upper deck. And, uh, you know, I had a feeling like I had some good mojo going. We had won a bunch of times. Uh, it was all happy days in Landover, Maryland. And then we went to that Rams game where we expected to whoop ass. That was Got- a Jim Zorn year, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That was a Jim Zorn We year. jumped out to the early lead on a, uh, on like a, a tip interception. That's right. Touchdown within like the first like three minutes of the game. And then we ended up losing that game. Um, so I really don't have any good memories regarding picking our games and then picking this game in particular, St. Louis at Washington. St. Louis is minus three and a half. I'm going with the Rams. Hopefully it reverses the jinx. I'd rather lose the pick than lose the game. But if I'm being realistic, I don't think we win this game. Yeah, I think we win outright, so I'll take the Redskins. <laughs> I'm just going to bold I'm going to bold predict here. The unbridled um, optimism. I'm going to bold predict uh they haven't named the backup starter yet this week, but when they do, it's going to be RG3. Let me tell you, if <clears throat> RG3 <laughs> if RG3 starts playing in this game, it's because something horrific is or has happened. And that means like being down by like three or four touchdowns already. So no, I'm not saying that. This is bold prediction. As in, like, uh, we're playing St. Louis's defense, and somebody's going to get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> well, Somebody the zero, is going to get wrecked. Yeah, may- maybe not 0-0. Zero, zero. Maybe they'll be up, like, 3 nothing or something like that, or up by 3, maybe like a 10-7 kind of thing. Well, let me tell you, it's- I heard this one stat today, which if there is a time for Kirk Cousins, I don't like anyone getting hurt or injured. But if there was a time for Kirk Cousins to get hurt or injured, it's definitely the first half. Because he has thrown 17 out of his 21 professional interceptions in the second half. 12 of which have come in the fourth quarter. 
That means over half of his interceptions have come in games where we were probably at least in striking distance in the fourth quarter. Kirk. And then he threw the picks. Yeah. So. Yep, it's continuing. So here's what needs to happen. (laughs) Big wreck, okay? And somebody comes in and not only just wins, but outright wins. That, That, I think, will just change the tide right there. Let's that would be so. great. What if that happened early in the season? But I just want to say this before we move on. It happened Washington, in game two last year. Let's put it that way. Washington's front seven. Washington's front seven is legit. Just going to throw that out there right now. I mean, it's like you said, you know, the, Miami didn't really do nothing. And they held Miami's offense, which is pretty good, to like 10 points. Can't hate on that. All right, so I'm going with the Rams, and you're going with the Redskins. I, I saw two really funny lines um, that stood out to me when I looked over the line list, and that wasn't even including the New England Buffalo. or uh, well, uh, well, that was it. But this was one of the first ones that I saw that kind of had me scratching my head. Atlanta at the New York Giants, Giants minus two. Why? They should have beat the Cowboys. Less. They should have beat the Cowboys, but they didn't. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, they didn't. That's a tough one for me. First one at home, first game in New York. The New York media has been treating Eli like shit this entire week, or these entire two days it's been since the game. Awesome. There's you know all that, that drama about whether or not they asked Rashad Jennings not to score a touchdown, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. There's a lot of drama surrounding that team right now, which is why I'm a little surprised it's minus two. So baffling from a two-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, I hate to say it. Uh, the Giants are going to come out of this. See, that's cover the spread. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it has to be the Giants because they're minus two. But my heart's telling me it's going to be the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Falcons. Hawks. <laughs> 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 uh, so Bird got confused. Um, All right. Yeah, my heart's telling me it's going to be the Falcons. Even though the line, everything about the line screens, the Giants. I'm going with the Falcons. Fuck it. Okay. And and you know what? Sometimes that happens. It does. It totally does. All right. <laughs> it totally does. Your AFC South winner, Houston Texans at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers <laughs> minus three. <laughs> no Arian Foster. No, Arian Foster. The uh, QB situation is as messy as it's ever been. Ryan Mallett this... is scheduled to start. You know what? I think the Texans got better after Ryan Mallett started. I'm picking the Texans with the three points. They did, but it was garbage time. Carolina's defense is going to shut down that running game. <laughs> what running at, game? There's no running home. game to shut down. This is at home. I got to take Carolina. Oh, I'm definitely going Houston on this one. You picked them to win the AFC South, and you're picking against them to start 0-2. <laughs> well, yeah, because somebody else might start 0-2 as well. They're not starting 0-2. We'll get to that game in a minute. Okay. So now we have the San Francisco 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was the other funny line that I stood out to me. Pittsburgh minus 5.5. And, and the unstoppable Carlos Hyde. Super Carlos. You can run, but you can't hide. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. We'll take the Steelers to cover. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Kyle's hiding good. 
He looked really good. Yeah, he did. And the Steelers' defense contained Deion Lewis. Is that even a thing? Like, is that even something to be proud of? You contained Deion Lewis? And Deion Lewis looked kind of good, too. Deion Lewis is pretty nice. But the rest of the San Francisco offense, I don't know. I, I Like, we were talking about what we, we saw. What we, we liked what we saw from Kaepernick. But it still wasn't this massive, oh, my God, I think he's a very capable NFL quarterback. I said last week that I thought the San Francisco-Minnesota game was going to be atrocious. And I, it was atrocious minus the one-spin move from Carlos Hyde. I think this one's going to be atrocious, too. And I think Pittsburgh wins, but I think San Francisco covers. Covers. Okay. Fair enough. All right, moving on. We got uh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) And New Orleans minus 10. You would think this line would stand out. I was like, that's a lot of points. So you remember that Jameis Winston threw a pick six with his first NFL pass. He did. I just feel bad for the guy. I think he's going to end up being a decent quarterback. He's going to be, uh, he'll be all right. But nah, New Orleans, man. New Orleans going <laughs> to, New Orleans going to do what Tennessee did. Yeah, I'm picking the Saints. <laughs> they cover the spread. Yeah, I don't know about covering the spread. <laughs> At home, after last week, yeah, they're going to do it. Yeah, I hear you. I really hear you. But well, then why isn't it 14? You know what I'm saying? Because it's the second NFL week. It's the second game Jameis Winston has played. And I think Jameis, I think Jameis Winston's going to put up some shit this this game. I think he'll. I think Jameis Winston's not going to be as bad as he was last week. And I think Doug Martin's going to help him out a little bit more because the New Orleans run defense wasn't great. Yeah, we'll take Jameis Winston plus ten. Plus ten. This yeah, week might make or break this entire season for us. I'm just going to point that out right now. They're going to be like 28-20 or some shit. Or like 38-30. Oh, yeah, that's more like Tampa is definitely not putting up 30 points. I'll tell you that much right now. All right. right. So Arizona. Think, hey, hey, hold on. We didn't think Marcus Mariota would have done that last week. I'm just saying. Yeah. And, and James Winston was scouted to be way better than Mariota. But we also had not ever seen what Mariota had done before. And we definitely saw a lot of what James Winston was trying to do last week. Nobody expected Tennessee to score 42 points in the opener. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah. But that has no bearing on what James Winston was doing with that Tampa Bay offense. We shall see. All right. Anyways, moving on. Arizona Cardinals at the Chicago Bears. Cards minus one and a half. I'll take the cards. Uh, the, yeah, man. I don't know. Why? No, the it's Bears are not going to win, dude. The Bears are not going to win. <laughs> it's a funny spread, you think? I kept thinking about over the course of this week as I looked at uh, your lock of the lock of the week last week winning and mine losing about what it was probably like to be a Bears fan where you have this glimmer of hope every year and then you're just... Let down again and again by weird things. And then I drew the parallels to our own team. But, uh, no, man, I don't think Chicago's going to be any good this year. And I think they're going to lose. And I think Arizona's going to cover. Well, cover one and a half, but whatever. All right, moving yeah. on. Detroit Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings minus three. It's a home field advantage spread, but can we at least agree that their offense didn't look great. So before the season started, we talked about Adrian Peterson. We talked about 
what he might be and how he might look after a year off of football. Oh, man, like some of the worser fears were coming to a head last night, looking at his usage and then just looking at him overall. I was like, okay, well, there are glimpses of the old AP there, but definitely doesn't look like the number one running back in football, at least after a week. I'm going with Detroit because I think Amir Abdullah has a big game. And Matt Stafford, I think this is the year that everyone decides whether or not he can actually lead uh, a football team into any sort of success. They lost last week. I'm going with the Lions this week. Taking the points. I think they win. Oh, you think they win? I think they win outright. Yeah, I don't know what happened with Minnesota. It's weird. I think they just ran into a pretty underrated but pretty solid Niners defense. But it is a division game, and you cannot look at, like, what, you know what I'm saying, like what Detroit did with, like, another team that they played in a totally different conference versus who, when they play each other within the division. It's always different. I'll take Minnesota. That is a bold, bold bet there. Yeah. It's a division thing. You know, sometimes you don't expect those things like the Redskins beating the Eagles last year. Or the Cowboys. We were one of their four losses last year. Interesting. I can see it. Definitely see it. Interesting. There is no line on the Baltimore at Oakland game. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Not yet. So we're just going to pick a winner here. Baltimore's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's just take Baltimore. Let's just go with it. Okay. They have to win. They lost last week. Because... Because there's no official line on it from covers.com, it won't count towards anything. We're both picking Baltimore. Just for fun. Pick. Just for, yeah, why not? That was fun. All right. <laughs> Miami Dolphins at the Jacksonville Jaguars, the battle for Florida. Miami Dolphins minus six. Wow. It's a large spread. Yeah. I think Miami wins. I don't think they cover the spread. Wouldn't be surprised to see Jacksonville win. So I'll take Jacksonville. I am going to join you in that. I don't think Jacksonville is going to win, but I think it will be close enough that uh, they'll cover. They'll get within six points. Take the points. All right. Yeah, Dallas at Philly. Minus five and a half. Philly. Wow. (laughs) No Des Bryant. How much does that affect the spread? I think Dallas. Oh, man. Um. I think that Philly has to win this game. They have to win this game in order to continue on some sort of trajectory towards the playoffs. I think it looked a lot better in the second half of that Atlanta game. And Jesus Christ, if they can't get DeMarco Murray going this weekend, they might be in some trouble. So I think they do whatever they have to do, not including Sam Bradford throwing it 50 times. Um, But they're going to win. They're going to cover. At home, they're going to win, they're going to cover. I'm going to take Dallas with the points. You think Philly still wins? They may. I think it's going to be a messy NFC East. Just have this feeling. They definitely didn't look as good as I thought they were going to. Neither of them did. I thought they would look a little bit more well-oiled. Dallas just looked more seasoned. They looked more clutch factor. But what At the end of games, can't never count them out kind of thing. Yeah, but what does a Des Bryantless Dallas look like for eight to twelve weeks? They are gonna have to start relying on other people, but <clears throat> their running game didn't look great. Jason Witten is old. I'm not saying they're gonna be bad. I just I, I'm very 
I thought they had the second place in the division locked up from our previews earlier in the year, but I have no idea what happened to them now that they don't have Des Bryant. I have a feeling the game plan is going to change with Des Bryant out. It has I mean, to. They, it they're going to rely on the, the run, but it's going to get shut down quick, so they're going to have to throw, which is what they had to do to actually win the game last time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Getting down to the, uh, getting down to the night games here. Seattle at Green Bay. Green Bay minus three and a half. Oh, man, seriously. <laughs> I believe Seattle came into Green Bay last year and beat them, didn't they? That was in Seattle. The opener? That was in Seattle. That was in Seattle? Yeah. You got to give the Super Bowl champs the home game to start the year. <laughs> but they did, they did shut them down. They absolutely shut them down. I think they do it again. I think they keep it close. Maybe Seattle, Green Bay pulls it off by three. I, I, Seattle. See, I see Seattle having a... Uh, a pretty good bounce back game. The the defense of Green Bay is nowhere near the defense of St. Louis, at least at this point in the early season. I think Seattle wins this game outright. Okay, last but not least, Monday night, <sighs> big showtime, <laughs> big game. The New York Jets at Indy. Who thought this would be a good game to put on Monday night? Minus seven at Indy. You got to think that when the NFL schedule makers were coming up with the schedule and they were like, who can we put on Monday night to make Andrew Luck look good against a better-than-average defense? Let's put him against the Jets. That's such a large spread, seven. And their offense didn't look good at all. Man, I wish we could pick, I wish we could pick over-unders because I think this one's going under 47. I am going to go with the Colts. I just have a feeling. (laughs) You're going with the Colts to cover. Yeah, because everything about this says pick the Jets, pick the Jets, pick the Jets. And I know if I pick the Jets, the Colts are going to win by 10. So I'm picking the Colts. Interesting. Uh, Colts win. Jets cover. All right. The Jets get within seven of the Indianapolis Colts. This I is think, a big week here. I think, we, I think we varied a lot on our picks this week. I don't know if we agreed on any, any more than three of them. So I think this one's going to make or break the first quarter of the season, at least if not the first half. One of us may have to go on a run after this. Do you have a one lock? Of each other. My lock of the week. It's a tough week. I mean, you would think... The lock of the week would be Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Arizona. The Chris Johnson-led Arizona Cardinals. All right, real quick, would you drop Alfred Blue for Chris Johnson? Yes. I'd drop Alfred Blue for a pack of bubblegum. I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. The line that caused me so much anguish and made me wonder so much why New York was favored by two. Even though that should make it seem like that's the obvious pick is the New York Giants, I'm making my lock the Atlanta Falcons. That's what I'm doing. Okay, I got to make up some ground here. All right, all the picks are in. All right. Good luck to you this weekend. Good luck to you. All right. All right.